Hey, I'm Raina. And I'm Nikki. This is our podcast where we're talking about how healing yourself includes tapping into your intuition. With a few laughs and some sage advice. To help you see that all the answers are inside of you if If you you just just shut shut up up and listen. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. It's episode number 012. Nikki and I would like to thank Carl Raw Ross at Understand Health for being our podcast producer. Thank you, Carl. Thanks, Carl. Today we want to talk about stories. We want to just have a storytelling day (laughs) and talk about things our clients have said or in past lives of work that we did before we did what we're doing now, which is holistic nutritionist and Um, a sustainable beauty coach. That's Let's always what that. I do when people ask me what I do. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, there's yeah. a lot of I'm, layers in this. I'm a coach in regards yeah. to beauty and how we can sustain it sustainably. Sustainable, so sustainability, sustainability. Yeah, because if we're sustaining it s- sustainably, we're doing it in a way that's appropriate sustainable? for our time. It's appropriate for our time, sustainably. Sustaining sustainably. <laughs> Say that this is going to be a fun episode. Yeah. Why don't you, you know, enlighten us right off the bat with one of your favorite stories? Well, I'll give a little bit of a background on me first because um, some of my favorite stories of me being in service in the beauty industry, some of my best stories come pre, like, clean green. Mm-hmm. And um, like I was saying to you earlier, I don't know if it's because my my bullshit line has gone way up. Like mm-hmm. I like, I just take so much more and just passing. I'm like, Oh yeah, whatever. But obviously when you're younger, when you hear things, you're like, Oh my God, <laughs> or you experience something and it's like, it's, it's like shattering or like, so like moving or whatever. But like, as I'm getting more seasoned and experienced, mm-hmm. it takes a lot more to rattle me, uh, one way or the other. Right. Like I'm, I run a little more lukewarm on things. And, mm-hmm. uh, so previous to, um, getting on with my discovering of my passion and moving in flow with my um, integrity and choosing a a path that was in line with my integrity and stopping the the working for money bit. I was uh, working in the mainstream beauty industry and, um, you know, for different makeup brands, wearing all sorts of different hats. So some of my favorite stories come from the days when I worked in the malls and, you know, the drugstores and things like that. Because, uh, wow, people can be fascinating. Mm-hmm. And, That's a great word for people. Um, being in service also can put you in a place of vulnerability because people think they can treat you in a different way. And uh, there was some times when there was a certain amount of um, attack. I would use the word attack that happened towards me. And like, usually in the moment, it wasn't very funny, but like looking back now, oh my God, it's freaking hilarious. And, uh, so when <laughs> I'll just hop right in, one of my favorite stories of like all time, uh, it was like probably 25 years ago. It was like when I was super new in the beauty industry and, um, I was working for a very, high end like I don't know I'll just name drop I mean if I get in trouble for saying it whatever Mm -hmm. but I worked I worked for Chanel Mm -hmm. and um selling perfume and uh I was at the perfume counter it was getting close to Christmas time and 
Um, so it was getting busy, selling a lot, because um, at that time, people were still obviously buying a lot of perfumes and things like that for the holiday season, for mm-hmm. Christmas presents, where now it's it's like losing its momentum. Mm-hmm. But um, this very well-dressed, very um, put-together woman comes up to the counter. I walk over to do the thing I do, you know, how can I help you, whatever. And she immediately like started posturing an aggressive body language. And um, I was like, at that time in my life, I wasn't very good at dealing with stuff like mm-hmm. that because I hadn't, I hadn't built my tool toolkit of skills to deal with that yet. And I didn't really know how to deal with aggressive people yet. And so I was just wide eyed and like staring at her. And I wish I could remember like verbatim what she said, but I can't, it was too long ago, but Basically, she said to me, how dare you stand here and sell these perfumes? You don't know what they do to those tigers. And I'm like, tigers? And I'm like so confused because as uh, someone who's always been passionate about um, like exploitation of animals and animal testing, that I'm like, tigers, what do tigers have to do with it? I'm like, I already know they test on animals and I am ashamed of it, but tigers, I didn't know they were like testing on tigers. And then she starts telling me they pin those tigers down and steal their tears. They make them cry. And that's where they get the perfume from. And I'm like, what's happening right now? And she was so angry at me because we made those tigers cry and stole their tears to make that perfume. And I'm like, where is this even coming from? Like, how do you make a tiger cry? First of all, why are you yelling me? Why are you screaming? Why are you screaming at me? And I just work here. I just work here. (laughs) And I don't know what's happening right now. (laughs) But my whole life I've always thought now, whenever I see, and I work, I left to Chanel and did other things and came back. And like, it was just, you're always like going, changing teams. (laughs) I switch teams a lot. (laughs) And, uh, I've always, whenever I see Chanel number five, I'm like, tiger, tiger tears. tears. <laughs> There's tiger tears. Those poor tigers. How time. do they make them cry? Did they hurt their feelings? Like, I don't even know. So I basically, for me, whenever I see <laughs> Chanel number five, I'm like, tiger tears. <laughs> it smells like tiger tears and shame. <laughs> yeah. Pivotal moments in my career. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I want to know how the story ended. Did she just walk away? Um, or did she keep honest, berating you? Honestly, it went on for a few. Wow. Uh, I think in my ignorance of how to deal with it, I think I inadvertently made it worse by arguing with her. I feel oh, like that okay. was a thing. Well, and, that would um, be that would be your, mm-hmm. if you don't have tools yet, that'd be your first defense. Yeah, right? like, no, just, they don't. Yeah. That's terrible. Why would you say that? Because right. at that point when someone's attacking you, even though it's not about of you, course. you make it about you. So now you're attacking me and I'm going to defend it, even though it's not about me. And I have no <laughs> idea about the tigers or why they're crying or who made them cry. I don't know what's happening. But I feel like someone rescued me from it. I feel okay. like I didn't finish dealing with it. I feel that's like ideal. that was a thing. Yes. <coughs> that's good yeah you always need someone in that those kinds of situations if you don't know what you're doing for someone yeah. to just actually come rescue yeah, you and i'm grateful for that experience yeah. in the way a for the rest of my life i have humor whenever i see that <laughs> like for me it's always going to be that like looping humor point but conversely it was the beginning of my tool building of how to deal with angry people mm-hmm. because by not like not dealing with it properly i learned more valuable tools and Mm -hmm. by the time I left my last like regular job 
I was so good at dealing with angry people that it was just became my job. It's just like Paige and Nikki, bring them on, bring an angry person, (laughs) just Paige Nikki, she'll deal with it because I was just so good at it. And I had a system that just worked that, um, either a had them back in the parking lot without them knowing it, which was one of my favorite ones. It's like, let's walk and talk. And I'd walk them right out to the parking (laughs) lot and I'd be like, so when you're ready to behave properly and stop abusing my staff, you can come back in. I think you should take some time to cool off or, I would diffuse the situation if it was diffusible, but wow. not diffusable. We would just walk and talk right out to the parking Let's lot. Let's walk and talk. Let's walk and talk. Walk them right out there. <laughs> Where's your car? Like, I'm not, this isn't how we deal with people. Yeah. There's a coffee shop. Well, the only coffee shop in Osuyas other than the big guys. And there's a sign above the door and it says, anyone seen leaving this exit will be asked to leave. <laughs> read the sign and I'm just like it doesn't make I mean it makes sense I get it but it's also like why is it so funny I don't know it just is it's so funny it's so funny <laughs> that's like a definitely a worthy like take a picture and post I'll yeah. do it next time I'm yeah. there I'll do it yeah I think you need to take a picture of that and just share it on the, <laughs> just shut up and listen insta yeah <laughs> what the fuck is that <laughs> sign about <sighs> so one of my favorite stories and and it it was a great learning lesson because it got me to understand that um, when I'm doing talks and there's so many different people in the room and everyone's at a different place in their nutrition, not to assume that people know things. Mm-hmm. Now, it, that's really hard, though, because I'm usually I'm trying to get through stuff. Right. So it's like you have to like you can't over explain everything. You can't teach things the way that you would if you had three hours instead of one Mm -hmm. but so I'm doing this talk I don't remember what the lecture was on but it was a number of years ago and there's I don't know maybe 30 people in the room and at the end of it is like the Q&A so people are asking like quite technical questions and some of them I answer some of them I'm like I that's not in my scope to answer that question but I'm look into it and get back to you that's how I normally handle those and then this lady at the very front seated right in front of me puts her hand up and she's like what's a whole grain and all of a sudden like I I'm I'm sure my face showed my my disappointment but it wasn't my disappointment in her it was like my disappointment in like I talked so much about whole grains but it would have been 100% over her head because she doesn't even know what that actually means so so I kind of I kind of screwed her over without right and so when I think of that story now, I laugh because it's cute. Mm-hmm. Most people know whole grains, fruits, vegetables. Like we learn that when we're whatever. But I think where she was at was like in where her like where her life is today. How do I eat a whole grain? Like I don't yeah. know how to do that right now yeah. with, with the resources that I have. So that was a really good lesson for me. Yeah. And one of my favorite lecture stories only because it made me go, oh, holy shit. Yeah. Like I need to, I need to address this issue or try to assess where people are at before I do a talk, which is easier said than done. Yeah. If it's a smaller group, it's easier, but yeah, that was fascinating. Yeah. And that's like that whole, uh, learning communication and the static in between us, right? Like asking more questions before we 
we give more answers. Right. But in a lecture environment, it's so much harder so because hard. you're kind of hoping there's a kind of a consistent baseline of where everyone's at. But there's that's always, not there's real. Not always, that's yeah. not real. Like, yeah. obviously, there uh, people are attracted to a thing because it's a you know they're interested in it. But where are they in their entry point? Exactly. Which is why I struggle with uh, workshops in the green vanity too, because whether yeah. it's like um, a sustainability type workshop or if it's um, Oh my God, the, the, the amount of things we have when it's like, okay, where's everyone at with their, mm-hmm. are they entry level? Are they advanced? Are they like, exactly. what's their attraction to this? Yeah. Is it curiosity? Right. Yeah. It's fascinating to try and m- create an uh, education experience. That's a good Where fit. Where everyone's going to get for, what they need out of it. Too. Like when you don't know what brought them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, when I was in Calgary, I was working in a department store and uh, there was a gentleman that came with his mom Mm -hmm. in a wheelchair every Sunday because they would go through the department store, stop at my counter because mom's favorite lipstick shade that had been her favorite lipstick shade since like 60s and it was still being made by the brand I represented at the time. Um, They would stop at the counter. He would ask if he could put and he would put the lipstick on his mom he didn't want me to do it he wanted to do it because he he just really nurtured his mom and so and they would stop he would put the lipstick on his mom and then they would go because there was a a restaurant in Mm -hmm. the in the mall that that traditionally they went there for brunch every sunday and then on their way back out he would freshen her lipstick again oh my goodness and then um we would see them every sunday Mm -hmm. and this went on like i was working at that mall for a few years and I'll never forget the day he came in by himself. Oh, wow. And he just kind of walked up and he just kind of smiled at me and he says, we lost mom. Oh, wow. And I just wanted to thank you for being part of our weekly adventure and for letting me stop here and be part of my mom's, you know, um, experience with, with mm-hmm. her beauty and help, help me do that for my mom because she always wore lipstick and she always felt more beautiful in lipstick. And I just really wanted to thank you. And he says, and... I don't know if I'm going to be coming through to have a brunch on Sundays anymore because it just won't be the same without mom. I remember just feeling so wrecked mm-hmm. by it, but trying to like hold face always, you know, it's always been such a delight, but I'm like trying not to cry mm-hmm. because um, that's not the moment. The moment was right. uh, he was trying to share gratitude with yes. me and um, me busting down and crying when um, it's not the time for that was like really challenging. And I was probably in my late 20s so my space holding skills were not very great mm-hmm. at that time and I remember just really struggling with myself and um as he walked away I remember like just beelining for the bathroom because I was like so upset but not um actually, I guess upset's not the word I was so moved right I was so moved by the whole experience and having that moment where I realized they were just that couple of people that came every Sunday that kind of disrupted me from my paperwork and my dusting because they were never going to buy anything and oh whatever we're putting on the lipstick again whatever here we go again to realize like when you know it's a thing but you don't realize it's a thing until that moment and you're like I'm not going to experience that again and I took for granted that yeah Yet, it was not viewed that way. Right. 
And I was part of something beautiful every week that I didn't involve mm-hmm. myself with enough. And so for me, that experience was like such a great learn of being present. Right. Like, what more could I have gotten out of those experiences if yes. I participated every Sunday? Right. If I made eye contact with his mom, if I made eye contact with him, if I shared more dialogue, um, being more present in that would have been uh, such an even bigger gift. Mm-hmm. But so grateful that he came to inform me. I was going to say, it's actually quite surprising that yeah. like you obviously made an impact on him. Otherwise, people yeah. don't. Yeah. People won't tell you. Yeah. So right? that was like, ugh beautiful like yeah, just a is. beautiful yes. thing and um <clears throat> yeah so that was a very powerful time for me to really take that moment to really realize that this is what being present means mm-hmm. being present means yeah this bullshit thing right now that's kind of like and i feel like it's wasting my time or i've got my list of things i need to get done mm-hmm. this is just this is background noise i don't have time that's the thing that matters exactly and it's a minute of your life mm-hmm. but it's when the when the moments come and you're you know at your end days and you're checking your boxes of things that's going to be the thing you remember not i checked all the things off my my to-do list list that day totally Um, fuck the to-do list yeah stop experience that moment because it may not look like your moment but you don't know that yet like you don't know that so yeah super powerful i think like i've been working on presence a lot in the last couple years and and it like it feels really good because I was and I'm sure most people can relate to this like you're just you're just it's like this rushy uncomfort like discomfort it's a rushy discomfort of like I want this moment to be over but then you don't know why you want it over and then when the next one comes you're like well this one isn't any better and then you're looking forward to something um like say going out to dinner on friday after whatever weeks of works weeks worth of work you get there you get to the dinner oh i'm still not happy Mm -hmm. and then like so it was so many years of that where i was just like okay and then when the spiritual and emotional stuff started happening and started digging into there now it's like whoa like i'm really obsessed with being present now because it feels so good to be like even though i could be uncomfortable in this moment i'm choosing to just be like Let's let this experience unfold. What's going to happen What's here? What's going to happen here? And I just want to like watch it play out and feel mm-hmm. good about it. Yeah. And it, it's really cool. Yeah. It's very freeing. Yeah. yeah. And, and finding also in the moments where you feel like, I'll just use this random thing that happened today. Um, my counterpart that works here, Crystal, bless her heart, how she puts up with me is a bloody miracle because <laughs> I'm, I'm impossible to work with because I am like... I just don't give a fuck about things. And that's really hard for people who are like, well, let's do the thing and make a decision. I'm like, no, I trust you to make that decision. Right. Um, because that's why I hired you. Right. Like, exactly. I, yeah. Please take that off my plate. Yeah. Um, here's a guidelines of things that I would feel better if these things got done today, but run with scissors. I don't, yes. I'm not going to sit here and micromanage you. I hired you because your skill set says you can do the things, do the damn things. <laughs> run with scissors. <laughs> Running with scissors. Um, we're chatting and she's unpacking. Uh, some boxes of product that showed up today to restock the shelves and everything. And um, she was talking quite um, enthusiastically because she was experiencing something that had evoked a lot of emotion in her. And so she was combination carrying products, hand gesturing. Oh no. And so one of the new products flew out of her hand and hit the floor and broke. And immediately her face fell. And my, my first kind of like trigger reaction was, Oh fuck. 
That's like right. 30 bucks of my money that's now not sellable because, you know, she's fucking hand flailing. <laughs> but that, it switched in like not even a second. I just start laughing because, like, let's, let's think about that. She's <laughs> excited about it. She's talking. Her she's doing her thing. And the product flies out of her hat. It's actually pretty funny. And the cost of it, yeah, that's life. And it's happening. This stuff's happening. Me getting all fucking, oh my God, you broke the thing. That's like coming off your paycheck or fucking, you better make that up to me. How is that going to help? That's like, a, it's that not, is actually really funny. Like yeah. her excitement of the product killed one of the bottles yeah. of product. Yeah. Like and, the irony. Um, so and, and <laughs> immediately she's all, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'm just laughing because I'm <laughs> like, whatever. And I, so I just said, it looks like you or I just got a new cream. Like whatever. <laughs> it's fine. If you want it that bad, you don't have to break it. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so just the you lid break that your broke. body. doesn't yeah. really work. Right oh my God. So funny. Point. So, but it was the moments of, you know, being reactive instead right. of taking that moment. Yeah. If I had still been in that place where I was just reactive all the yes. time, moving through the things, like just not thinking, just be present. Okay. What are like, okay. Yeah. That's real too. Like, I'm not going to not say, oh God, that ouch, but it's not my money. Yeah. Right. Kind of. I'm a sole proprietor, but it's a business expense. Yes. Now. Yes. It's fine. Yes. Like, it's not like she took the money out of my pocket and gave me the bird. You right. Know, like, these are, these are different things that are happening right now. It's not like right she now. threw it out the wall. Yeah. And it's not like you. she was yeah. like, yeah, it was a mistake and it happened. And her her response to it just made it that much better because her whole face and her she whole body so language sad. was just like, oh. <laughs> it was Aww. pretty, pretty awesome. But yeah, it's like those moments that mm-hmm. lead to the moments that when you're present, mm-hmm. just hold, take on a moment, feel your feelings, you know, permit them, move on with them, laugh, getting angry about something like that's just not, not going to help. The I mean, you never reach... You don't, unless you practice presence, you never get to that moment that you think is going to feel better than that one. Yeah. Right? That's what I figured out yeah. anyway. And all the moments that I didn't take the time to have the moment are the moments I look back down, wish I'd been present with those exactly. moments. Exactly. Yeah. So instead of that thing in the future that's going to bring me happiness, it's the thing in the present that is making, like, it I am happy. Is. Yes. I yes. am happy. I identify as happy. Yes. Maybe in a few moments, I'll identify as sad. I'll right. identify as, you know, uh, lonely. I'll identify as whatever. But being present with that and being cool with it. Yes. Because um, I can sit in where I am all the way mm-hmm. or barely taste it and try to chase something that's not even real yet. Right. It's not even real. It's not real. Be with that when it's time to be that. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Yeah. That's great. Story time? Story time. Story time. It's not really a story. It's more of um, just like someone said it to me. A client said it to me once, and I I think I burst out laughing, um, which was, you eat perfectly all the time, right? <laughs> really? And you're like, hmm. I'm like, oh, my God. Would you like to see what's in my freezer Do you right want now? to come over and grab beer right now? Yeah. I, I purposely try to be like... Most people in my industry, they only show the good stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. No. I want to show the bad stuff because I, I want people to, I, like, it's, I want to be relatable. I want people to understand that it's not real to eat perfect all the time. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. And why? That's also, it's also no fun because if there's times when you want something, but you're like, oh, but that's not 
whatever, then you're causing stress in that moment. And all of a sudden, like mm -hmm. we just said, you're not mm -hmm. present anymore and you're losing the fun that you could have mm -hmm. if you had those yep. potato chips or ice cream or whatever it is you want. As we come into summer, I get thinking more about that um, because it's such a time of like expansive foods, right? Like so much alcohol and people are having ice cream all the time and it's summertime. It's such a, it's such a small window. Freaking enjoy it. Yeah. And don't, just don't have guilty yourself. about it. Yeah. 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 Just check in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm not saying like mm -hmm. freaking go hog wild and eat ice yeah. cream and drink beer all day, every day. Yeah. Making beer floats. <laughs> oh, come on. That's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy right now. So yeah, that's, that's very much like not real for mm -hmm. me because I like, no. And the reason that I teach balance so hard is because at my core, in my heart, I am a binger. Mm -hmm. Most people are. And I see that in myself. So I've learned to not do that with food. Mm -hmm. Like balance has to be your main goal. Mm -hmm. It's not really a story, but it was still funny. Yeah. Because she was very real. Right. Yeah. Like she was like, you, you always eat perfect every day. I was like, are you serious? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Back of the truck. That's not real. It's not real. Yeah. I should probably do like a, a, a food journal. And blog about it. Blog it. Like, yeah. what, do, what did Raina eat this for week. a week? Yeah. Because, yeah. like, people will be quite horrified. Like, <laughs> like, not horrified in a bad way, but, like, for instance, this morning, I had carrot sticks and strawberries for, right? Like, that's, people would be like, well, that's, that's so boring. It's like, well, that's what I had. Yeah. And it was food, and it was real food, yeah. so that's what I ate. Yeah. And then I moved on with my day. Yeah. <laughs> but I think people expect that we have this, like, elaborate elaborate meals every day and well, because we're a nutritionist, nutritionist like oh my god like, no on. it's like that's not yeah. that's not how i roll no my god no anyway story time story time um oh should i go funny or should i go like shock uh i think one of the things that happened I will say it happened to me, not that I'm like not a victim thing, but it was definitely a happened to. Uh huh. Um, I was working at a drugstore. Okay. How many years total did you work at drugstores? Five. Okay. Um, Christmas time. Christmas time does really, it's a hard time for people. Oh, yeah. Uh, High that's emotions. Another, that's another sustainability conversation. Yes. Um, and this young woman came to the counter and she had a little one in her like uh, stroller mm -hmm. and she had a whole bunch of like uh, those like uh, prepaid credit cards. She wanted to pre mm preload them because she wanted to, to, to gift them like preloaded credit cards instead of gift cards. And just luck of the draw that day because, you know, technology, we couldn't uh, preload visas that day because oh, the no. technology had had crashed or whatever. I don't understand how this stuff works, but either way, we'd got the memo until further notice, this is not a thing. Mm -hmm. But we could check in throughout the day and see if it happened. And she had like five of them and she needed to do thing and she needed to get them in the envelope and, and get them into the thing because they weren't going to be there in time for Christmas. It's like the 20th of fucking December. Right. And I'm oh like, God. well, we only knew Christmas was coming for 365 <laughs> days. Good job leaving it till the 20th of December. And she was so... On you guys. Yeah. Uh, which it wasn't us, but it's like, here I am. I'm in right. service to her right now. She actually called me the C word. Oh my. Because I couldn't load 
the cards for her to get to the back of the store into the wow um, that is a shocker so i'm like uh taking a minute breathe was because this when you had a better toolkit or before oh i had a way better toolkit okay so in uh, fashion that i am i'm like insert uh head throwback yeah <laughs> i really threw my head back there <laughs> i was like i just leaned in because i mm-hmm. wasn't going to turn it into because as it is the people in the general area were already super uncomfortable because when oh, someone God, throws yeah. that word oh, the with a energy. small person in a stroller yeah. right there, it's like everyone's like, Yee! so I'm like, oh, okay, containing this. So I lean in to her over the counter and I'm like, first of all, as a woman speaking to a woman, mm-hmm. that was pretty powerful, mm-hmm. like in a negative way. Mm-hmm. A woman calling a woman a C word right. with that much anger is like very uh, disempowering mm-hmm. and very uncool. And um, teaching your offspring that that's okay is another level of uncool. Yeah. And I don't need to put up with this. But I understand that's not coming from you because you think that way of me is because you got yourself into the situation and you're projecting it on me. Mm-hmm. And I do mm-hmm. not hold it. Right. I'm holding this time for you. Right. Which I don't need to. I'm choosing to help you right now when I could show you the door. Yeah. Um, I cannot fix this. This is an right. unfixable problem. Would you like me to offer you some other solutions? Yes. She starts crying. Of course she started crying. because She's a real human having a real bad day, having real problems. And this was probably the cherry on top. And this was just the cherry day. on yeah. top of her yeah. shit day. The snow was coming down. She probably had to fight for a parking spot. Yeah. The kid was covered in food. It was, she was having a bad day. Yeah. Calling me the C word was not okay. And I told her it was not okay. But for, for me, that moment was just like, what kind of world are we living in when a mother in front of her child can call another woman behind the counter five days before Christmas, a C word, because she can't preload her fucking credit card. Right. Moment for me to be the better human. Mm -hmm. And, um, we ended up fixing it all up and doing the thing and, you know, she did come into the store again, like in, into the new year and she was apologetic to me and she's like, you know, this was that. And oh, I'm like, really? Oh, I totally picked up on that. I'm like, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm aware. Like, right. like I'm aware people don't just do stuff like that because totally. like, yeah. like I'm, I'm sure there are people that do that, but on the most part, people are great yes. and people don't get up in the morning and go, Hmm, what can I do today to be a total fucking yeah. jerk? Yeah. I can't wait to hurt someone today. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to hurt someone today and say something really inappropriate in front of my child and yeah. make, you know, teach them shitty things yeah. like that's not real. Mm-hmm. So it's just that moment of holding on to my desire to be like oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i'll show you c word <laughs> want me to show you what a c word acts like <laughs> anyways so yet. that was like a super painful mm-hmm. powerful moment for me where it's like uh okay well what are we doing right now like but I, you I'm, again you to circle back space holding Mm-hmm. presence mm-hmm. you did that with her yeah instead of lashing back oh it was hard i think most people's reactions would be lashing back yeah. and then have to be able to call a manager and like escort this lady out and it's a yeah. whole big thing yeah hurt doesn't people hurt people thing yeah right mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a thing. doesn't have to be a thing but i also understand when it is yeah. because that initial moment for me was uh claws up totally like, or, uh, claws out back up hair up totally like, uh defense right like how Absolutely. dare you because the pace I've been keeping as being someone in service last five days before Christmas, the pace I've been keeping, mm-hmm. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm wore out. 
And now you're like being like that to me. Like my initial thing was, oh, I'd be happy to show you what a C word can be like. Of but, course. Um, but then you took took a second. Yeah. Yeah. Took a second, took a breath, yeah. realized this is not about me. Yeah. Yeah. Obs- stepping out of yourself to observe, observe the moment. Yes. And that can be really hard so, to like step out of yourself, observe. So powerful. And you're like, uh, she's disrumpled. She couldn't find her credit card. The child's covered in food. She, you, she's got the pre-labeled envelopes right there. She's, yeah. she's nine one one ing right now. Right, she is exactly. not able to like, she's just lashing. Yeah. Like it's not about you. Let it go. Yeah. Like, but I needed to call her on it because permissing it would not be okay either. That's true. It's like, no, That's a, a yeah. woman saying that to a woman, check yourself. Like I understand. <sighs> What's the line though of, You want because sometimes you want to say things mm-hmm. to bring light to a different perspective within the situation, mm-hmm. but then it's like, but then am I, am I? Is that just a, a defensive thing for me? Like, where's the line there? I oh, struggle yeah. with that. It's momentary. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe by someone else's measure, I crossed a line. Right. But I get to decide what my boundary is. That's mm. my decision to make. Right. <laughs> the amount of abuse I take. Right. is my decision. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, and <laughs> if I'm going to take a moderate or massive amount of abuse today, it will be up to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's really good. Yeah. That was a great story time. I agree. We should do that more often. Yeah, we'll do it again. Skills. They uh, come from our experiences and taking those times to just be present. There are no answers, only stories. It's true. 